We continue the conversation on the talking point. Let's get straight into our thinking point then. Police Union Pop Crew has withdrawn its participation from the Public Service Summit being held in Boxburg on Gauteng's East Rand. The union says it doesn't believe that the meeting will result in anything positive as the employer continues to undermine the collective bargaining processes. Richard Mamabolo speaks on behalf of Pop Crew. He's on the line. Richard, good morning to you. Thanks for your time today. Good morning to you and the listeners, Kelly. Why have you pulled out of this summit? And, and do you think that it's it's the best way to be attending or ensuring that your concerns are heard? No, definitely. Under the current conditions, we feel that uh, this summit obviously takes place at a time when the budget has been tabled by the Minister of Finance. And you could get a sense that uh, in line with the previous Minister of Finance's uh, projections that... Uh, there aren't going to be any increments in the coming years. So it does not serve the table. We feel that uh, it's also a clear indication that there's no allocation on the increment. But as well, you'd remember that there was a recent court ruling where in, uh, well, uh, government's uh, remissions from, uh, uh, well, uh, well, the PSCBC resolution was uh, was obviously affirmed by, by, by the courts. So that definitely shows that uh, even bargaining councils are actually losing their powers because at the end of the day, if uh, agreements cannot be enforced by these bargaining councils, what is the purpose? So we feel that it does not have any purpose, but in fact, it's in that creating an impression or an illusion that uh, relations between government and the uh, labor are actually continuing and there are talks. Whereas in reality, our members are being frustrated and of course, uh, looking at the fact that uh, the staff complement within the well, the public service is being cut down systematically. Uh, all members feel that uh, these processes are all a waste of time and uh, we should perhaps consider other measures of uh, actually ensuring that uh, government does uh, comply with uh, all the agreements that have been taken in the past. There are many uh, agreements that have been signed, by the way, which have been enforced. I think uh, the recent one was the last straw. So, therefore, our members uh, felt that uh, uh, participating in such platforms is not going to yield any progress. Mm-hmm. You know, when we look at why the summit has been put together, you know, from from the National Treasury and the, the other government departments, part of what it's supposed to do is develop some kind of roadmap for what the future of the public service wage bill looks like. Uh, do you think there is agreement amongst yourself as unions and government on what it is that is a key cost driver of this public service wage bill? Because, you know, we've heard complaints about it over the years. I think more broadly, uh, the public service wage bill is something that is looked at as being, you know, uh, the biggest draw on, on, on the fiscus. But has that been interrogated enough? And is there agreement around why that is the case? Look, there's always room for compromise. I mean, the reason why we've got bargaining councils is to obviously ensure that uh, the interests of both employers and uh, employees are, uh, are considered. But however, we, we think that uh, the manner in which things have been happening have been one-sided, really, because, uh, I mean, over the years, as much as there, there had been certain compromises made, there has not been, uh, well, a uh, a positive uh, well outcome, especially emanating from the role that uh, well uh, binds the, the employer. Uh, of course, uh, the role that that uh, 
this bargaining councils uh, uh, taking make sure ensuring that there's harmony amongst uh, both parties. Uh, what we have rather seen is that uh, despite having certain agreements reached, government would obviously uh, well uh, act out in a different manner. So, so that is the main contention. Really, we feel that. Uh, uh, on the basis of those, it does not uh, create uh, uh, the level of trust that would obviously uh, ensure that uh, whatever considerations that are made, uh, there are compromises made. And again, uh, you would have noted that uh, uh, despite the fact that uh, there has been a lot of challenges within our country, the Zondo Commission actually came out with uh, different reports which speak to the levels of looting that have been taking place within the country. And yet there hasn't been uh, uh, well, uh, eagerness demonstrated to retrieve some of the lost funds. And yet uh, uh, workers have to then suffer bear the, the brunt of uh, some of these uh, activities. Now, within uh, our space as the criminal justice cluster, uh, crime is going up, police are dying on a regular basis, and workers living conditions are deteriorating. And yet, you know, I mean, after all these reports have come through, you also look at the NPA, it's got the less than 500, well, 5,000 uh, staff members across the country who have obviously been overburdened by the number of uh, work that cases that they have to entertain. Uh, so so, so uh, basically, uh, we feel that we are being set up for failure. Even the, the expected appointment of a national commissioner that is expected to take place within the next coming days uh, under the current conditions wherein uh, police are understaffed, are being killed on a regular basis, it does not show that government is really uh, committed to ensuring that we we, we, uh, we end crime. The president himself as mm-hmm. well has made commitments in his uh, 2019 State of the Nation address that we need to have violent crimes by half within the next decade. Now, under the current conditions where uh, well, uh, the, the staff complement is being cut, not only within the SAPS, but across the uh, public service. It, does, it therefore shows that uh, there isn't some form of commitment from government side. And this uh, goes on despite the agreements that have been signed. So we do not find any uh, meaningful purpose in attending this talk shop. And rather, uh, our members have asked us, because we've been having a number of provincial congresses recently, that we need to find an alternative way of uh, ensuring that the government does comply with all these signed agreements, which have uh, spent over a term of over 10 years now. Richard, I, I think you make such an important point, especially for the union that you represent um, in the policing industry. Because when we look at the state of crime in South Africa and, uh, you know, the work that the police are doing, often um, it is us as members of the public who criticize work that is substandard, who criticize failures of the police. And, And I don't think we take enough time to appreciate the extent to which there are things that are out of your hands, out of your control in as far as the capacity that you have to respond to the enormous challenges that that we're facing as 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 a country where crime is is concerned. That is correct. You know, we've got a sub complement of one hundred seventy-seven thousand, and out of that amount, you still have about sixty thousand who are office based. Uh, so 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 there's limited police on the ground, but as well. There have been a lot of uh, underlying challenges, such as resources in police stations across the country, but as well as the crisis, the leadership crisis within the SAPS, uh, which of course uh, we think that uh, 
even when the, the president is about to appoint a new national commissioner, there should definitely be consideration around the, well, uh, firstly looking into what were the root causes of all these challenges when we've had the over eight uh, national police commissioners uh, since uh, 2000, you know. So, so these are certain things that uh, definitely need to be considered. But as well, on top of that, there are issues that workers, members of the SAPS, uh, are frustrated about on the regular right. basis. R- Richard, yeah. I- I'm going to come to you on what those issues are in a moment. It's 9.30. Let me go over to Anne Musa, who's standing by on the news desk. And good morning. Hashtag SAFM Talking Point. We continue the conversation on the talking point and we're talking to pop crew, of course, uh, as they have withdrawn from the public service summit that is uh, currently underway. That summit just kicked off and they say really this engagement is a farce because whatever is said does not change the budget that has been tabled, does not change the commitments that have been made by government in as far as being able to capacitate the public service. Is this the right move that they have made? I'll take your calls on 011-714-2006. On the WhatsApp line, 0614-104-107. On Twitter, at SFM Radio, the hashtag, the SFM Talking Point. Are there alternative methods of engagement that you think Pop Crew could have been involved in to raise their voice but to participate uh, equally in the summit? Well, we continue the conversation with Richard. Mamabolo. Richard, you were talking to us about the frustrations that your members have about, again, the capacity or lack thereof that, that they are currently being given. Yes, definitely. There's been a number of uh, challenges that uh, many of our police officers are faced with, you know. Uh, for example, consider the fact that there's uh, well uneven allocation of resources. And in most cases, when communities uh, will call out for police to assist them and police do not respond on time, the general view is that police are lazy and are not doing their work without understanding that uh, uh, well, police are under-resourced. You know, you find that in most of our police stations, the vehicles have been on service for over six months. There's uh, what about you have about uh, five police officers working on a night shift and having to look after communities of around 30,000 people. So police have not had uh, the chance to, well, the capacity to actually respond uh, uh, to all these challenges. We obviously do acknowledge that uh, there hasn't been good relations between communities and police, and that is one aspect which we need to definitely work on. But but as well as the, well, what I was referring to earlier on is the, the challenges around the leadership capacity of the SAPS management as well have also had an effect on, on the kind of policy work that uh, is carried out. But again, if government is serious about uh, bringing about investment into the country, you would definitely need to have uh, safe uh, communities and, of course, the properties of those who would be doing businesses need to be protected. And yet, uh, you know, you make such commitments on the one hand, but on the other hand, you do not uh, uh, take up measures to ensure that you empower uh, well, uh, uh, policing in the country. Now, just with the release of the Zondo Commission again report, you know, there, there are a lot of uh, cases that are mounting which have to be investigated by the NPA, and yet the NPA currently has got uh, less than 5,000 staff members who have to do a lot of work that has been uh, well, uh, uh, well, uh, well, increasing over the years. And with this uh, uh, out, uh, well, outcome, we are expecting a lot of arrests and investigations to be made. 
but yet the, their capacity is still uh, minimal. So, so these are all the challenges that uh, whenever we engage with government, and of course through this uh, bargaining processes, we have obviously had uh, certain agreements that have been signed over the years, and yet uh, most of them have not been implemented. So our members feel that this is the last row, especially when it comes to issues affecting their salaries, because uh, it's not only that, but uh, there are many other uh, conditions of services that are not being implemented in line with whatever has been agreed. Do you think that there are alternative ways in which you can be resolving the process? Is is the only answer now to pull out of the engagements? Look, this engagement, again, uh, we, we had looked at the program, the way it was structured. It, it's in such a way that it creates a, an illusion that the uh, government is actually having good engagements with labor and uh, conditions are improving. And that is not the case, really, because I think uh, our experiences with, rega- with regards to this form- platform has been over a long term because we have been actively participating in this platform. But what then do we do when they do not yield the, the expected results? In mm-hmm. a way in we obviously have agreements. So so we think that uh, these processes are not going to yield any any well any positive outcomes. And uh, the next step, of course, uh, as mandated by our structures across the country, because we've been having provincial congresses, is to take it to the streets. You know. So, so we will definitely be having some action that we'll be taking up. But as well, we're having a bargaining and policy conference uh, in the next coming weeks, wherein we will usually guide us around how do we then uh, find uh, other alternative measures uh, besides what is currently offered on the table. All right, Richard Mamabolo, let me thank you for uh, your time tonight. I think you've certainly made the point clear in as far as why it is that Pop Crew no longer believes in the process of uh, being engaged um, in, in this uh, collective bargaining processes or let me not stretch it that far, but uh, in particular being part of the Public Service Summit due to the failure of what has come out of the collective bargaining processes. And it's really a big challenge, right? Because on the one hand, um, what public service workers are saying is legitimate. We as the South African public are always wanting that change. We're wanting better service. We're, We're wanting better commitments in as far as resources are concerned. But that has to come from government. And if Popcre is saying, from what we see in the budget, from what has been tabled, whatever commitments are going to be made in these platforms are going to be meaningless if they don't have the money to back it up. And that, I think, is a very, very legitimate point. And when do you then, you know, call it out and say, but this is not a process to actually lead us somewhere. It's a process to make it look like we're all on the same page or that we are on good terms when, in fact... We are not. Are there alternative ways in which uh, you think Pop Crew could be engaging on this matter? And what do you make of their position overall? I'll take those calls on 011-714-2006. Let me be- kick it off in Cape Town. Uh, Sam, good morning to you. 